I'm Mike. And I'm Adam. And this is Stuff and Waffle. Two friends talking about stuff, and often as not, waffling with frequent reference to Bond cars. Now, you may have seen, towards the end of November, a certain famous film car is uh, coming up for for auction, um, I believe, in early January. Okay. Uh, and it's a, a, a no prizes for guessing it's a car that I really quite like um, <laughs> and it is from the 1995 film Bad Boys ah okay and it is the car from the film uh, the, the 911 Turbo I was thinking it would probably be that one I hadn't seen that I see that that was coming up but yeah that- um- that's coming up. So that's uh, as far as I know. That it's a '94 model. So that means the turbo you want, uh, the nine six four, uh, 3.6 variant. Mm. Um, because if you sort of go back through the history of the nine six four, they there was a turbo that. Uh, Proceeded at three point three, which is basically the the nine thirty G series uh, turbo engine in a nine six four body. Essentially, I mean, okay, yeah, it, there was there was more done to it, but it was uh, it was kind of an afterthought rather than we're making a proper turbo. Whereas this one was the proper one. Was the one very yes. good? Yeah, um, uh, less three hundred and fifty produced apparently. For the US market. Uh, okay. That's yeah, that sounds that does sound right. And I d it didn't half look I'd love the nine six turbo. Everyone loves the nine six four, don't they? I mean that's why it's the darling of the retro fitters mm. and modders and E V conversions and all that. It's the one everyone's using. Yeah. Um, like you've said, oh, please leave it alone. Let's leave some original. <laughs> if they're taking to bits three point six turbos, then I'm gonna kick off. Yes, <laughs> you got to think those those cars are particularly the the bad boys one in black. They have got those split rim alloys. Just it's yeah, just menacing yeah, yeah. thing. Um, it is a worth, lovely looking thing. Yeah, worth worth noting as well that the nine six four turbo was the last nine uh, eleven turbo to be rear wheel drive. Oh, okay. Uh, when when they went to the uh, 993 uh, became four-wheel drive. Mm, okay. um, obviously, if you exclude GT2s, um, those are still... they they're, Well, they're still in the range these days. That's basically a, a hardcore two-wheel drive turbo. Okay. But, um, yeah, this, this is the last proper... Two wheel That's drive. That's quite uh, like a 330, uh, 335 brake horsepower, apparently. Yeah, that sounds that sounds mm-hmm. sounds about right. Anything with the that? with the license plate Bad Bees Two. <laughs> so that's yes. I don't. It, yes, I don't think it's that's the genuine license plate for it. No, particularly if you not. if you've got the number two on it because it wasn't in number two. No, it's oh no, sorry, I misread it. It is it is bad boys one. Okay. Yes, that's that's all right. I was going to say because yes. we've we've I've touched on before that I get grumpy about bad boys too, where the used in it 
throughout the chase sequence constantly changes between a 550 and a 575 you have mentioned that yeah that they had two cars but they weren't the same <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah it, it, it grinds my gears a little that it's bad that this looks very clean and tidy this particular car i'm just looking at some auction pictures of it yeah it does look good doesn't yes, it i think that it is very neat and tidy yeah lovely it's it's got it's got some miles on it as when i looked i think it was thirty four thousand something miles okay um it was i think at the time of filming i think it was owned by the director yes that confirms Uh, what i've read here yes and then sold to one of the producers i don't know if it was one of the producers of the film or just a film producer in general can't remember his name Hmm. uh and uh, Michael Bay, but was later sold to film producer Pat Sandstone. Okay, yeah, yeah, there's that, that. That sounds right. And then it was, uh, it was sold a few more times, right. and then purchased by the current owner in 2014. That's it. It did sit in a collection in between. Uh, okay, in between the current owner and the the film producer, I think it was. I don't know the name of the person, but it was in quite a fancy collection. Um, it has undergone a couple of light restorations since it was used in the movie. Um, and it was present at the um, red carpet premiere for uh, Bad Boys for Life uh, in January 2020. Oh, yes, yes. I d- I'll confess, I've still not seen the third film. I, I forgot it was a thing, to be honest. Yeah, so indeed, I haven't seen it. Uh, However, uh, what you say about it being quite high mileage does not appear to be the case. No. Um, It says it is today in mint condition and has covered just 34,396 miles. Oh, no, that's what I thought. I I said 34,000. Oh, did you? Oh, sorry. Okay, well, that's not high. (laughs) I mean, for a film car, that's, that's reasonable, I'd say. Oh, well, I suppose. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. I suppose it, what its life was like before it was a film car. Mm. Um, yes, I suppose. But, I mean, generally speaking, that is very low. <laughs> um, the only thing, actually, while we, while we touch on the fact that that was at the premiere uh, of mm. the new film, uh, the only thing I know about Bad Boys for Life is that they used uh, a 911 Carrera 4S, a 992. So I'm very pleased they went back to Porsche. Uh, yes. Well, you would be, wouldn't you? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I was yeah, very content about that. Yes, that's being auctioned in Florida in January. So, so the auction house has yet to give an estimate as to the sale price. Um, um, I mean, I, I, it's not going to go down in history as one of the most famous films. That's oh, no, not at all. Not at I all. I still think it's going to command a decent price, though. Well, it's a mint condition, low mileage 964. Uh, so, yeah. And those the... have gone up a lot. That's um, it. And this is the turbo variant that you want, the 3.6. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and well, you... Will Smith's had a drive of it, so that's that's got to do. It's had Will Smith's bum in it, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah there you go. So yeah. if you're into that sort of thing, that that will. Oh, count. there'll be a seat sniffer out there somewhere, all up in that. Uh. Yeah. Um. 
But I suppose Ooh. the big question is, I mean, obviously it's going to be auctioned off in Florida, like you said. Mm. Um, the thing we're all going to be interested in is, does it have enough provenance to, to hit the magic seven figures? Good question, isn't it? It's a very good question. I'd probably say yes, with the stupidity of prices at the moment. Yeah, prices are sky high anyway, aren't they? Even for stuff that doesn't have any providence. Um, but conversely, as you say, it's not exactly the most famous car in the world. Um, no, not at all. I mean, but maybe. I mean, yeah, I think maybe. Bad Boys has got enough of a following, I'd say, isn't it? Yes, it has. And it's a desirable car anyway. Yeah, I think a 90s film, there's there's plenty of 90s nostalgia going on. Yeah, there is. There is. It could do it. I agree. It could do it. Um, yeah, especially with the way things are. That could, that could snowball a bit, couldn't it? Yeah, and I suppose when I'm saying seven figures, if it's being auctioned in America, I mean in dollars. Yes. Oh, so, of course. Yeah. yeah. So I think... I think that's. Uh, I'm going to go with yes. I reckon it'll do it. You you going to go for that? Are you put in a cheeky bid? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say maybe we should pool resources. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we know we're under no illusions that we're going to be um even involved in the bidding, but no, um, we're going to be nowhere near that. But it's yeah. There we are. Um, I I, I wouldn't. Uh, uh, I wouldn't be upset if that appeared on the driveway. No, you wouldn't, would you? No, you wouldn't. That's oh, no. Glorious air-cooled flat six noises. Oh. And tear black. your face off speed. Yeah, absolutely. That would be very oh. nice. Yeah. I tell you what, there is... This is... This kind of... Mm, people are torn um, in terms of colour. But the original uh, press car that was in the UK mm -hmm. uh, for the 3.6964 Turbo in, yeah, uh, that would have been like this one, probably 93, 94. Yeah. Uh, was in mint green. Okay, yes. I think I knew and, that. And my goodness me, I really think it's glorious. Uh, but it's not for everyone as colours go. No. They've done... They did green 911s before, didn't they? Um, mm. I mean, I don't know all the names and model numbers, but there, wasn't there a 70s one that was in that colour? Yeah, so, I think so. it's it's a colour that's it's done the rounds. And yeah, it's, it is. Uh, let, me, let me send you the exact colour. Unfortunately, the press car is no more. It, it You've... Got, Told us that before, I think. Yeah, yeah. It, it got completely mullered. Yeah. Um, as I suppose is a hazard if you are a press car. It is a risk. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It can there you happen. go. Have a photo. Let's have a photo here. Yeah. Oh, my word. That's, yes. Proper mint green, isn't it? That is green. Yep. Yes. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's not the green I was thinking of. That's because I remember I remember uh, Tiff Nadell driving it on Top Gear. Oh, of course he did. Yes. Um, and am I right in thinking? I think uh, to put it through its paces, uh, because he was, I think, uh, as the piece went, he was questioning whether 
it was a proper turbo after the 3.3 attempt. Basically, like I said, the the 930G series rammed in a 964. Yeah. Uh, He said, well, actually, I think this needs to earn its place. I think he took it to Millbrook. Right. Yeah. To give it a proper go there. Yeah. yeah, To give it a proper going over. And he loved it. Very good. Mm. Yes. Yes. That's got it all going on, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. So, watch this. Well, we love we love a movie car, and we um, uh, well, you're rather partial to a Porsche, so uh, and I got a I got a bit of time for a bit of Bad Boys. It's yeah, 90s cheese, isn't it? Does the job. It is 90s cheese. It's Will Smith. We all like a bit of Will Smith. Well, of course. Yeah, that that was good. And we, who else did we have in that? Um, oh, the the lady interesting. It was uh, was. uh, Tia Leone, wasn't it? Oh, I suppose it was. Yeah, it's a long time since I've seen it. Yes, um, yes. That was back when she was still married to um, Mulder. What's his name? David Duchovny. That's it. David Duchovny. Yeah, indeed. Ah, yes. Oh, oh all the yes. nostalgia. See, I'm, oh, I'm all over. I'm you all are. Over you, you've got it all well, at your fingertips. Yeah. Well, particularly as well because uh, during the COVID best uh, bed rest, it was. Uh, I ploughed through. Good God, I think <laughs> I think I got to. I'm halfway went from the start about halfway through series five of X Files. Oh, good man! Oh, that's the yeah the vintage era. Yeah, yeah, that was proper X Files in those days. Yeah, yeah, so, yes, well done. Uh, but yes, I don't have quite so much lying down time now, so the uh, the episodes are going in much slower. Much like you yeah, yeah, crown Victoria's everywhere, everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Everywhere, yes. No, there was, it. The, yeah, there. There was never anything. <laughs> there wouldn't nothing stunning in that, was there? Oh no, not at all. No, 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 uh, no, not at all. But that's not what it's about. No, um, and you think, well, actually, that was nineties America, Canada, where it was. Well, it was hotel. absolutely. It was just a just a sea of mediocrity. <laughs> it was all just dreary. However, there's a bit of a nostalgia point. There was um, a dead body discovered in a K10 Micra. I can't, I can't really? Even, yeah, I can't even remember which episode it was. But I, thought, I don't remember that. That's yeah. fantastic. Oh, but that's the only time that's ever happened. Uh, yeah, and as I recall, I think it was kind of uh, the the person who killed her being sci-fi, and that had done her up in some sort of weird webbing or cocoon type affair. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, there were a few episodes where stuff like that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I seem to recall there was one with a, a park ranger got cocooned inside his Jeep Wrangler. Um, that was it, yeah. That was yes. um that was uh, series one where the uh uh the bugs that came out at dark. That's the, right, the little the green, green bugs. Things. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm sure that was a Jeep Wrangler. Yes, um, yeah, he, he didn't yeah. fare well. No, not at all. No, didn't go. That's what happens if you drive a tent. Yes. <laughs> no, no. Panel gaps like that, the bugs are getting in, isn't they? Oh, geez, yeah, I have. Yes, I've been in some Jeep Wranglers and they are like that. Yes, <laughs> very flappy. Yes. Uh. <laughs> not like that. No. No. No, It's a, that's the thing. Having now ploughed through much of X, realize Ed, this is not remotely interesting in terms of cars. No, it's not. I mean, you can spot the different generations of Crown Victoria. That's about as interesting as you can get. 
occasionally you'll find something parked on the side of the road that might be vaguely interesting, but it's it's not there on purpose. It happened to be on that street. Filming, it was an accident, yeah. I mean, yeah. Mulder and Scully only ever drove dreary rubbish, either either FBI-issue stuff or hire cars, and it was just Crown Vic's, uh, and we all love Crown Vic, but, do, yeah. but uh, yeah. Crown Vic's, Chrysler's, all that. It was just, yeah, just... Yeah, they was seeing them, yeah. they had um, four Taurus, Buick Sentries, yes. just, just dreary... Utter nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. No, it's not a car spotters series, though. No. Not at all. Um, however, I mean, we know that Gillian Anderson's quite keen on a vehicle. She likes well, she's Porsche. A, she's a Porsche girl, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah. likes a Porsche. Um, I was pleased... she got a Land Rover Defender as well? Uh, well, she certainly used to have a Land Rover Defender. At I'm one not point. entirely sure, uh, but fair play if she did. That's sure, not... I read that somewhere. I'm, well, I'm, go- I'm going in. I'm going to look okay. Yeah, you, you double check. I'm that. sure she. I'd, I'd like confirmation on that. Um, yes, I know the Porsche was during early X Files, wasn't it? That she got that because they were having to travel up to Canada a lot. Yeah, it was she, all filmed in and around Vancouver, that. wasn't it? That's right. Right, that's um, why every other episode's got a wood in it. Yeah, yeah plenty of that to go around. Because mm. um, you think, uh, as well, I don't know if it's a series you saw, that in in his later career, David Coveney did uh, Californication. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was quite car-heavy. Um, I remember, yeah. in, uh, like, for instance, the first episode, his character, Hank Moody, drove a 964 Cabriolet. I mean, just rough as a badger's ass as well. Yes. It was absolutely. awful. Absolutely destroyed. But one car that cropped up was a Ford GT, the uh, the, the early 2000s one. Okay. I think that that's... Someone's doing this on purpose. We, yeah, uh, you, would, you would think. I'm just... I'm, I might be talking complete bobbins about the Land Rover. Um, I'm just... Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, but if she is still driving a Porsche, I'm happy. Don't know about that. Um, it looks like it may have been a Toyota Land Cruiser, not a Land Rover Defender. Well, if it's a Land Cruiser, then that's that's the correct choice because it'll still be functional. A 1977 Toyota Land Cruiser. Really? So, yeah. Good heavens. Apparently so, yes. I've, this is popping up on more than one website. 1977 Toyota Land Cruiser FJ40. Oh. Oh, well yeah. done. In, I mean, it's pretty battered with very, very faded red paint. Um, oh, there's a picture of her actually in it there, so that kind of proves it, doesn't it? Um, wow. Well, that's... <laughs> well, there you go. There's a revelation. Um, but I know she was into. I know she had at least one nine eleven, probably multiple. Yes, yeah, I can get on board with that. Yes, there we go. Oh, have you have you found some of Gillian and uh, Porsche? I'm just uh, on the case because I know you'll have an accident uh, in a minute. Uh, just see. To... <laughs> uh, see if we can find out a bit about that. 
Here we go. Well, lots of pictures of Smiley Jillian. Oh, uh, no, that's not. Uh, no, that's the 964 Cabrio that you mentioned a few moments ago. Uh, yeah, that'll be Mr. Hank Moody doing that. Yes, indeed. Do we have any pictures of a Jillian Anderson and a 911? I think I'm drawing a blank here. Oh, you. Um, I t- hang on. I've just found one. There she oh. have, you, have you found it? Have you found it? Hang on, I'll, I'll show you. There she is. She's getting into a, what looks like a, a 993 Carrera 4S. Oh, my word, look at that. <laughs> you're going to keep that and go to your yeah. place, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> what she's done there, she's played it safe. She's done well. Thinking, right, I've got, I like the wide track and the stance. Yeah. Um, I don't want the turbo, but I'll have a bit of four-wheel drive. That'll do me. Just, Ooh, just play it safe. Yeah. All in black as well, not the car. Um <laughs> No, well that's good. So she's got a land cruiser uh, cruiser and she's loving a nine eleven. She's done. Yeah, there you go. As if it couldn't get any better. Yeah, that's that's me sold really, isn't it? I think you're all done now, aren't you? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well that's well, all you need in life, that isn't it? Yeah, happy. Everything in that one photograph now, and and you're 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 there. Yeah. Yes, yes. That goes back to childhood and teenage crush on Gillian. Yes. Oh yes, we're all very familiar with that. Yeah. Yes, but there we go. Let's not get down the dirty route. I came across a fact the other day that I was. Like completely unaware of, um, and I was curious whether you knew about it. Okay, it's in and around the world of MG. Uh, Uh, Not a that's not a name we often mention. No, no, this is it. Then this this story comes from uh, uh, late seventies, early eighties, so very much troubled times. Oh, very much so. Yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently there was uh, there was a date in uh, September '79 that became known apparently among MG people uh, called Black Monday, right? Uh, and it all it all centered around BL. Uh, or, well, not shutting, planning to shut uh, the Abingdon factory, which was where um, a lot of MGs were being churned out from. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, it's, MGs quite, was quite an established name because they were still going. They were still churning out cars at the time. Oh, yeah, they were making them in quite big numbers, I seem to recall, yeah. Um so it turns out that there was kind of a, a an attempt by some people to kind of buy the buy the factory and uh along with it the MG name right uh and we'll fill in the blanks as we go but essentially what that actually turned out to mean is that one particular car was produced there is, for want of a better phrase, an Aston Martin built MGB. 
Ruth, I didn't. I've never heard of that. Yeah, that that's a thing. There, there is one. Wow. Um, is this a good thing? Uh, let me. Oh, I'll send you a link. <laughs> uh, you can you can judge for yourself. There you go. It's one of those things of what could have been. What, uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not drastically different by any stretch. Unbelievable. Yeah, it doesn't look dramatically different, does it? No, it's um, a bit weird, and there's a bit two-tone, white wheels, bit all a bit odd, but... Yeah, front suspension looks a bit high, the grill's a bit different, um, but it's not, as you say, it's not dramatically different. Wow, I had no idea that this existed. How on earth did that come up? <laughs> what? Well, I think the gist of it is that... There was uh, th- this this attempt to buy the factory and the name and all. Yeah, uh, was a. It wasn't. I don't think it was all Aston Martin, but it was a consortium. But the then chairman of Aston Martin was part of said consortium. Okay, right. Okay, yeah. Launched to the press in June 1980. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, so, uh, given the fact that we didn't know this existed, I'm imagining it wasn't a big success. Uh, no, that that didn't happen. So, no. no. <laughs> uh, but wow. But but that that car does exist. That's still a thing. That prototype. Still a thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Is that and that is the only one that was ever built? Yeah, as far as I know, that's the only one. Probably for the best. Uh, um, yeah, I, I mean, know. I don't know what's going on with those wheels. Yeah, like we said, it's it's not. It's not a looker, is it? Um, no, it's not. But it, it does have an element of hand built about it. But it went through the well, went through the hands of Aston, so it's going to be a bit more. <laughs> I don't know whether that's going to make it better or worse. If we're honest. I was going to say, in in the words of Jeremy Clarkson, "hand built" just means the door will fall off. Well, I think. Well, in terms of Aston, we were saying that hand built. Extended all the way up until the the nineties Vantage, uh, yeah. pre- preceding the DB Seven because the DB Seven was not. No, well, they were Ford by then, so yeah. things things so were changing. Mass production that, was the order of the day. That's yeah. it, because the Vantage yeah. was, uh, it would already became a thing before Ford came. Correct. Aboard. The the DB Seven was very very much a product of Ford. Yes. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, it was a it was a warmed over Jag, wasn't it? It was a warmed um, over Jag, full of many Jag and Ford switchgear steering wheels. That everything oh, was everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, it's. I mean, uh, it's, it doesn't spoil it. It's still our favourite. Oh, not at all. I mean, you know, people say, "Oh, it's you know, full of Mondeo window switches and things." But, well, is that actually such a bad thing? The Mondeo of that era was a cracking car. <laughs> Yeah, and if you need a new window switch, you're probably going to be all right. Oh, it's not going to break, is it? Let's be honest. <laughs> no, and if well, if, if it does break, uh, it's going to be plentiful. Yeah, very, very cheap to get another one. Absolutely, mm. yes. So that's uh, yeah, blimey, yeah. Yeah, they so say that... it was it was closely based on the TR7. Blimey, that's all a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? 
Well, there's a there's a bit of history that perhaps, uh, as you say, what might have been there. I mean, it's more, yeah, what might have been. I think, mind you, if we take it at face value of what it might have been, that might have ruined Aston Martin completely. That, yeah, well, it didn't have to take them down market, didn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't help feeling that would have been a bit of a race to the bottom if they'd gone down that road. That that could have been ruinous, I think. Yeah, it really could. Really I could. It, I mean, it, look, you know, look what happened to Rover once, once they basically started making rebadged Hondas. I mean, all the brand values and everything that made a Rover a Rover went out the window. And keep saying, above all, it's a Rover in the adverts did not help. It's not aiding your process, is it? And you think they're building this prototype to showcase everything. And well, that am I right in saying that the MGB in its kind of mass produced form stopped in 1980? Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, obviously, that it, it became it, it kind of had that very, very brief re. Uh, Rebirth in '92, and that the MG RV8. Okay, yes, which that's... looked like an MGB, and there were Sebring versions and racing versions and things, that... weren't there? But um, yeah. yes, it did indeed stop in 1980, 1962 to 1980. Oh, that's okay. a hell of a production run, isn't it? As hell of a production run, as as showcases go, you probably shouldn't be building that as your prototype to show what you can do. It's not going to sell it, is it? No, it's not. That's no, very true. Probably That's, good. It didn't happen. I think so. Yeah, I don't see that would have done Aston Martin any long-term favours mm. uh, at all. Uh, no, it was just, it, it came up and I thought that's that's got to be one that you and I moment to jibber that's, about that's yeah. incredible yeah you can buy a new mgb now can't you but electric there's a company making them yeah yeah um where have i seen that it was on the late break show that was it yes yeah there we go yeah, i knew and, i, I knew watched the whole video <laughs> there you go well done excellent yes yes he went to the place they're making them and they're they are cosmetically identical to the original ones, but they are brand new, new body shells, uh, and with an electric uh, drivetrain. Yeah, yes, because I've seen that there there are plenty of places out there where you can get the shells and the panels. And that. That's oh yeah, not in short supply at all. No, no, no it's, 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 like, it's like the mini. It's like the mini. You can get pretty much bits to build a whole new one if you want to. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, everything is available. Yeah, it's not an issue, and we've seen as well um, various channels showing it. But the the the, the Mark One escorts, the Mark Two escorts, you can buy entire right. body shells, can't you? That's they're, right. They're not making them electric, but you can, they are entirely new, and they're they're clearly they're not putting a Ford badge on them or calling them escort, but they are escorts. Yeah, that's yes. that's all it is. It's. I mean, it's glorious, yeah. isn't it? Cars like that, mainstream classics like that, where the parts are plentiful and cheap. If you want to do a new electric car, but retro, that's actually a pretty good place to start. Mm. Um, because it's all so... Everything you need is readily available. You just okay. might need to mod, mod it a bit to fit batteries and, and a motor, and you're away. It's It's not a bad place to start. No, this is true. People have said many times, if you want your first classic, go and buy an MG. 
yeah. it's a, it's it's not it's not big money to buy in. Um, no, it, not at all. It's yeah, it, it's it, a great way into classic ownership actually in MGB. Yeah, um, and they're so popular. There's such a thriving owners club. There's, I mean, we talk about getting parts for them. There's now companies uh, have developed replacement parts to fix problems in the original cars. Mm. So what you can build now is better than it ever was. Yeah, it's clever stuff. But, yeah, it um, is. It's it's very cool. It's um, a good place to start. And now, obviously, if you can buy an electric one, then even better. Yeah, you you've got you've got all bases covered there, really, haven't you? Yeah, yeah you have. Just, Whatever you do, don't really buy this prototype because it doesn't look very nice, does it? Oh, where is it? Where is the original? Apparently, it, it it's been changing hands. I've seen when, oh, okay. when I when I did a bit of googling on it, I found various classified where it sold several times. Wow! Um, so it, it looks like it's in private ownership. Okay, and it just because, keeps moving around. Yeah, because it was a consortium and never really owned company. Uh, yeah, it, it's not sitting in someone's museum. It's it's one of those ones where you'd almost expect to see it at Gaydon. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah especially being be a the, one-off. Yeah, yeah, that would be the ideal spot. But I'm I'm going to assume uh, private ownership for the moment. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Um, that's a new one on me. I no, there's that's not two brands you'd ever put together, is it? No. I tell you what. Here we go. The, on a on a bit of a tangent, do you fancy another little weird story about two brands joining together? Oh, please do. Um, this is a one of the brands is Porsche, so. Okay. Um, but the car is not. In the early nineties, uh, the uh, Mercedes uh, produced or wanted to produce uh, a high performance version of. Uh, what would have been the W124. Uh, they wanted the the fancy one, the fast one. Uh, so it became the Mercedes 500E. Okay, yes. So it had, uh, as you'd expect, 5-litre V8, I believe, 4-speed right. auto, proper speedy waft wagon. Yes. Um, uh, but... It was created and engineered closely with Porsche. Really? Okay. Which not a standard collaboration because you'd see them as rivals, especially being based in the same city. Because they're both yeah, based you, in Stuttgart. You would. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, they did. They, there was collaboration on this um, because. Actually, uh, Porsche helped with uh, the chassis redesign of the 124 in order to uh, incorporate that V8 that I mentioned, the 5-litre. Okay. Uh, so they helped with that. They helped with suspension, drivetrain, um, and then uh, Mercedes were happy with that. They were, they were very appreciative of the collaboration and it made for a cool looking thing and it was ready to go into production. Yeah. Uh, however, they hit a bit of a snack. So the Porsche involvement ramped up a bit uh, because they found that building this beefed up version of the 124 
meant that the wider track and wider uh, wings meant that there were three places on the production line in the Mercedes factory where the car didn't fit through width-wise. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So Porsche got another phone call and went, uh, do you want to uh, build it on your production line? Uh, do you, yeah, will it, will it fit? <laughs> yeah, so, so what happened is that they... They oh, no. It got sent off to Porsche and was assembled on their line. Uh, I do believe it then went back to, to Mercedes to be painted, then back to Porsche for final assembly. Oh, struth. It's... That's... Oh, dear. It's a car that you really don't see very often. A no, you... They would have been like properly expensive and... A very yeah. much a premium fast car. Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, you got a, that probably smooth yet powerful Mercedes engine combined with a bit of Porsche engineering in terms of suspension, drivetrain. It's going to be the end of a vehicle, isn't it? Oh, that's going to be quite a thing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and nice. here's here's an interesting one for you. There is a Mercedes 500e. In the Porsche Museum in Stuttgart. <laughs> really? Really. Wow, that's going to confuse people that don't know, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> going to wander around and go, oh, what? No. <laughs> no, hang on. Where am I? This is wrong. Mm. Yes. So there wow. you go. There's some utterly random facts for you today for I collaborations and many I'm brands. Loving that. Uh, but yeah, that does mean we, we should really go shopping on the classifieds and see if you can find a early 90s 500e oh i think we should shouldn't we yeah absolutely that that needs to be done yeah because i don't i don't even know what sort of price point we're looking at for that no all right yeah. well if you've got a minute let's have a quick yeah go on then um, yes let's see if you can find one here oh no i can't spell mercedes okay so oh. i'm gonna have a oh. um okay I found well, I found one in the Netherlands. Okay, right. So that that's coming coming in at about oh god, that's Europe saying on a quick conversion. That's about twenty seven thousand pounds. Okay, which is not obscene. Oh my goodness me, that's got some miles on it. Is uh, it? Uh, yeah, that has got two hundred and eighty thousand kilometers. My word, somebody's had a go at that, haven't they? Well, I mean, that suggests that all is well. It certainly does. Yeah, well, of course, a Mercedes built by Porsche. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're going to be all right. Mm, like a, a lump of granite, that. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Here's, here's something a bit more honest and in this country. Hang on. Uh, 1991 500e, uh, one that was for auction and sold for uh, just over £23,000. Well, they're not stupid, then, are they? No. Not if you're in the market for such a such a device, yeah. I mean, yeah, I no, mind I'm, you, this I'm was a 2019 a uh, auction, so that, with prices the way they are, that's probably doubled at least now. No, probably prices are very high at the moment. Yeah. But here you go. Let me send you this one that sold, um, and you can have a just a look because it it does look like a classy thing, as well as a bit sinister as well. Oh, I'm sure it's quite a combination, isn't it? Yeah, and you can see what you mean about the uh, I mean about those 
flared arches. Let's see what we got here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's quite pronounced, isn't it? Yeah. It's a nice-looking thing, isn't it? What a thing it is, isn't it? That's lovely. Yeah. Please take note, Mercedes. Build more things like this. Build things like, yes, like this, and not the hideous concoction you've just come up with for the EQS. Yes. (laughs) Which is just weird. That is lovely. As you say, that's got some presence, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I'd love that two tone on it as well. Yeah, that's very nice, isn't it? Yeah, it just I'll, looks incredibly solid, doesn't it? It does. I'll attempt to save these links so when the episode goes up, you can mm. click on the links on the website and go and find this. Because... You could drive that into anything, and you just leave a big Mercedes-shaped dent in mm. whatever it was. And it's gonna look at that interior as well. Oh, I just found the interior. That's yeah. That's, uh, I know we touched on it before, but uh, my dad, one of his company cars, had the the 190. Mm. The interior and fabric is very reminiscent of that. Yeah. It was uh, that era, wasn't it? Yeah. Doing that. My word, what a thing. What a thing. Yes, so oh. we'll def- definitely have a bit of that. And and yes, as well, actually, they, they matched what uh, happened in his 190E, because... It's yeah. such a big car, but it was two seats in the back. They didn't bother with a third in the middle. <laughs> they didn't bother with a centre seat. No, it was That's, it was yes. just gone for pure comfort. Yeah. Chunky. My word. What a thing that is. Yep. That's yeah, that's what we want. We want to, there's a bit of yeah. Merc luxury with a bit of Porsche engineering, so happy Porsche days. Oh, lovely. Yes, that's good. I like that. I good. like the facts and I like the car. That's lovely. Right, okay. So pop that on the shopping list then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have one of those in the... We need to pop that uh, place for that in the museum. Can that be a tenuous link to my dad had one of those as it was from the same era? Well, uh, you're going to need quite a big card to explain it. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe. No, I'll tell you what, we'll just do a QR code and they can listen to this. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, perfect. Yes. It saves me right now, doesn't it? Yeah, well, we don't want to bother with that. You'd spell it wrong anyway. Oh, so, that happen. Yeah, that's fine. We'll just have this. We'll just have laughs on a loop playing all the time. You know, when we were doing the museum episode, we said we could have anything regardless of cost or rarity. I'd have the one from the Porsche Museum. You'd have that actual one. Yeah, I'd have that one. Yeah, <laughs> I want that one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, there we go. We're pilfering exhibits from other places. I think that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. We're going to get more visitors anyway. Oh, yeah, footfall. We've got them beat, surely. Oh, I'd have thought. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, the, the, while we're on talking about previous episodes, well, but just as a, a, a brief nod, uh, automotive destinations, I didn't put the Porsche Museum on for some unknown reason. So we'll put that on. You didn't, did you, you, didn't. you silly person, you? Yes, yeah, that's amazing. Um, How on earth did you manage not to do that? I don't know. That was a complete oversight, wasn't it? So, yeah, yeah. silly boy. Yeah, we'll put that. I'm just sort of backfilling now for that. So, that, uh, I'm going to say, may I would assume that there's a Mercedes one if we've made it all the way to Stuttgart. So, might as well go and look at that and all. It would be silly not to do both while we're there, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay. So that's it. So yeah, we've we've tidied up a few episodes. We've learned some weird facts about 
manufacture tie-ups. So, yep, at another, well, I know, blow my own trumpet, but I found it interesting. Well, then someone else might as well. Well, you you marginally enjoyed it, so that'll do me. Ah, oh, fair enough. Yeah, it's all about sharing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that'll do, yeah. Well, I think uh, that's probably enough of that for this week. Uh, Check us out on uh, all the various social medias and things. Uh, Thank you very much for listening.